My name is Jose Ferrer. I'm a video director, mostly for reggaeton, but I do a little bit of everything. Um, music videos, commercials. I'm getting into films now. And I also have a online film school for Latino-speaking people. 15 years. <laughs> and uh, can you tell me like how you started your career and kind of uh, what was your first film and kind of and, uh, your first music video and, and kind of how your career got to where it is today? When I thought, I think I started way before I thought I started. When I was like 14, I actually lived from Puerto Rico to the States, Puerto Rico, States, Massachusetts, right? So when we moved the first time to Massachusetts, when we were like nine, my whole family, right? And I love basketball since I was young. We had, we, we used to make the smaller hoops. We used to do everything. And I asked my older brother back then to rent me a camera. It was a VCR camera from rent to center. We rented for a whole week. And I, what we used to do is that I used to tell my friends when we're going to dunk, cause it was a lower you know, rim. It wasn't a 10 feet tall. And we were going to dunk, press start, press on record and then stop when we finish. So we then do a whole one hour film of just us shooting and dunking. So I was actually recording and editing, but I never knew I was going to do videos or movies or whatever. Okay, cool. Past the years, you know, I'm, I'm studying to be an architect. Then I, I started to be a computer science and all these kind of things that happens. And like around 2001, when we moved back to Puerto Rico, I always wanted to do music. So I started to do music. I taught myself how to do it and I started reading magazines and I started doing beats. And then from that, it came to videos. And my first video, well, I actually bought the camera working at, at a pizzeria. I saved like $3,000. It was a Panasonic P2. Well, not the P2, the ones before that, the A7100. And I told a friend of mine, which is, um, he was a big reggaeton artist named Maki, if he can let me do a video in front of his house. And he actually let me. So what got me really different from everybody back then, all the videos were more like the editing was really boring and dissolve um, cuts and stuff. So my editing was so advanced. So when I did that video, even though the quality wasn't that good, the editing was too advanced for 2004, which at the time that I did my first video. So after that, like it just started people calling me and calling me. And all of a sudden, like three videos later, came out to White Lion, Elias de Leon. He saw it and he asked the guy, he did that video for free. And, I, and the guy told him, yeah, I remember I was in the studio. I was the guy. And he, they were talking about me and they didn't even know the guy. Elias didn't even know I was the guy. Because I used to lie to people telling them that, I, that it was some guys from New York. So, they, so yeah, that was the first one, man. <laughs> and then uh, from there, kind of how did you start picking up videos and start making money from it? Yeah. So after I did like seven or five videos for free. Basically, I, I used to tell the artists to find the models, the locations, um, you know, just find everything. And I would take the camera, I'd do the editing. Sometimes I take two lights, like, you know, the typical when you start. Well, I don't know back nowadays, but back then uh, I had like the the people that constructions, the ones from outside that are really hot, those little square lights. Those were my lights. And then um, Lennox, which is, you know, from Cyan Lennox, he was the first one that actually told me, hey, I got two grand. For, for each video, I'm going to do five. So that for me was like, that, that was like a million dollars, you know? And and I did um I did five videos in a row with him. One of the videos became really like viral. There was no like viral back in the days. It was 2005 maybe. 
but it became viral in the streets and in like the the TV channels and and I used to have a lot of DVDs with my videos. Like supposedly, hey, this is a mix of reggaeton videos. I used to put the biggest videos of Daddy Yankee and then my videos between with my name. And I used to put that in all like I used to give that to all the like the barbershops. So it kind of helped me out, you know, that way. And yeah, after that, Jagged Maki was signed to Univision. Univision had like a music back in the days like Sony. Univision Music, but I did the tour for Jagamaki and everything, and you know, that after that just came, just started going. And Elias Delon gave me the video for Sensación del Bloque, which is probably the top ten most famous um reggaeton videos of all time. And that uh, I heard you had like a Daddy Yankee video after this that uh, yeah, you know that you got picked up. How did that come? The first video you did for yeah, it was actually that same day that I recorded the the Sensación del Bloque video. It was me. Um, De La Ghetto and Randy. We were like three new guys that everybody were talking about in the industry. And we were all really young, the same age, you know? So, like, the whole industry, like the big guys, you know, um, Voltio, Hector El Father, Daddy Yankee came. A lot of people in that video, you can see them in the video. So Daddy Yankee, um, that day, he told me, hey, man, you know, I saw a video that you did with Psycho, which is a guy, you know, rest in peace, he died um, a few years ago. And the video was really good. It was like a black and white concept with, um, you know, the colors and the concept was really in the streets. It was really cool. And I, I used to do it with now. Now, by this time, I had the 7D, the Canon 7D. So I was doing like really good videos with it still. And Daddy Yankee told me that he wanted to do a video similar to that one. So I was like, hmm, he's probably gassing me up. That's good. I like it. And I appreciate it. You know, he he um took my number. I didn't give him mine. I mean, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't. he didn't give me his. So I was like, cool. I mean, just just that motivated me a lot. And like two months passed, and actually, um, a friend of mine, he was gonna do a behind the scenes in Daddy Yankee Studio or something. So he called me. He said, "Hey, man, I, I had um, I'm going to Daddy Yankee Studio to record him for an interview. I was gonna use the Panasonic P2, which I bought after the, the hundred. And he told me, you're the only person that I know. Mike, the guy that I had can't make it." Can you do it for free? I said, hell yeah. You know, I was in the university. I was like 10 minutes from it, from his house. So I went to the studio. I recorded that Yankee. He, you know, he he recognized me. And then after, when I see everybody cleaning up and we, we finished, that Yankee was waiting. I was like, oh, you know, cool dude. You know, he's waiting for us. But he was actually waiting for me. And then he told me, hey, man, I was waiting for you. You know, I you remember that video that I told you? I'm like, yeah, man. I mean, he's like, can we meet tomorrow for the video? So, you know, the next day I met with him in his his office in, in San Juan. And, you know, we did, you know, we, we came out with the video. It was like a 20 grand video, which for me, was really high budget back then. And still a good budget nowadays. <laughs> but, you know, 20 grand was like, like a lot compared to the $2,000 videos that I had before him. So that's, that's the video that I did, which is Que Tengo Que Hacer. A really famous video too. So uh, at the Daddy Yankee video, how did that kind of go? And, and how did, uh, you know, the shooting kind of go yeah. for that since you had $20,000, which was a big budget for you. Oh, well, yeah. I spend the whole 10 grand. You know, they give you half and then the other half. I spend the whole 10 grand on production. I had cranes. I had the best models. I, it was just all out. And it was like a perfect day that Yankee was like telling him, you can see him. You know, I can, I can look at him. Like when I was recording, I can see his reactions, talking to his people like, hey, man, I told you this kid is good. You know, you seen that because I was the first non-film person that recorded that Yankee. Whatever, right? 
then he was like the last shot i had the sun behind him right behind him you know it was like we were on the beach so it was about to go down so i didn't like the shot i was told hey man can we do one more so i seen that the whole um the card the p2 card which is like the first camera with a card not with tape i told him hey man let's do one shot so i see that i cannot record no more because the card is full so i go and boom, 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 on the menu and you go and delete the file right just that one file that i recorded so i can record another one and i just format the whole card so i delete the entire video now back then we didn't had this doctors we didn't had nothing and i called the specialist he told me i bro it was the worst day of my life <laughs> back then and yeah man so that was that's really like a famous for filmmakers it's really famous um story but yeah so that's what happened so what's going through your mind after you delete the yeah. video like and I, what happens after that aspect of deleting the video what do you what do you do so the first thing i did I, well i mean i was extremely nervous i was like really young you know with hair like yours and, and everything really cool hair <laughs> so yeah i mean i had my whole family there you know it was like we won the lottery like a, a person that we know is doing a daddy yankee video and then i deleted the video you know and the good thing i did is that i i how you said it in english i confronted the the thing i the situation i put my face on you know on fire there i was like i gotta deal with this right now so you know i was like i'm gonna deal with this right now if he punches me if they beat me up if if there's a shootout we're gonna do it today not not in two weeks because you know i just want i don't know i mean it was so perfect the day so i need it so i remember that i i there's a picture that i have in puerto rico that i gotta bring it man it's in my stories over there that when I'm going to, I tell the, the security guard, because his, his hotel was like, it was like the beach is here and and there's like a little street and the hotel is right here, his second floor. It's like, bro, it's like not even 50 steps from the beach. And everybody was in, you know, all the crowd, the public and the fans and the security guard, I told him, hey man, you know, I'm going upstairs just with Daddy Yankee. I don't want none of his entourage, nobody to go in upstairs. I need to talk to him. So the, the, the guy was cool, you know, security was like, okay, I won't let nobody. So I remember going up, me first, and then that Yankee behind me. There's a picture that somebody took. And I'm like this, like all nervous, looking at the camera. And that Yankee's all smiling. You can see me on top of, like, and the security guard, bro. It's the funniest picture. And I, I want I want actually to him, for him to sign me that picture. I should have done that before. So when we go upstairs, I, I he see me like a little watery eyes. And probably he thinks that I'm happy, you know, and I'm, which I was happy and and almost dead. And I told him, hey, man, you know, um, I got to tell you something really serious. He's like, what's up, man? He's still smiling. You know, he probably thinks that I'm going to tell him that I love him or something. And I told him, hey, man, I, I actually I actually um, deleted your footage. You know, I just now I filmed out of the car, man. My bad. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, he's still smiling. You know, he probably thinks it's a stupid prank. Um, I'm like, tell him, no, man, I'm, I'm serious, man. I, I fucked up, you know. i sorry, man. So he... he um. I saw his reaction was he of course he got serious quickly and he looked at me. I was like, okay, here comes the punch. So I was like, where where, where should I go? And then um he told me. So I was like, man, um he told me, hey man, just just give me a solution, you know? And I told him, you know, the ten grand that you still owe me, you don't owe me that, of course. And the if you stay tomorrow, we can pro we can shoot the video again and I'll pay for it. And I know how the fuck I should pay for that. Cause I had like a hundred, like a thousand dollars on my account and I had to call people, you know, and he said, okay, cause it was like a Tuesday. So he didn't have no shows on Wednesday. Thank God. 
So, you know, he stayed. I paid for everything, his hotel, his people's food. They ordered, like, like lobsters. They went all crazy. They didn't even eat it. Yeah, they gave me a they, – they, they punished me. So that was it. That was it. And then after the video came out, because I did it the next day, the, the video actually was on video of the summer in HTV. It got, like, a few, like, like nominations. And, you know, so it was a good story after. And then, you know, we did the remix with Joel and Randy and everything. There's a – Story, which I, I don't know if it's true or not or, or fabricated, but um, there's a clip in the Nicky Jams TV series where uh, directors talking to Nicky Jams about a music video that I know you directed. Yeah. And Nicky Jams starts screaming at the guy yeah. about like uh, not getting the Lamborghini, the yeah. car. And obviously in movies, they fabricate everything that happens. Yeah. And that the mom almost stabs the director. Yeah. Can you tell me? what actually happened in that situation yeah. or was that even you or was that just a fabricated thing from the movie? Yeah. It, it, well, I mean, it was fabricated, you know, it would be cool to say it wasn't cause I mean, it would be cool to say, Hey man, his mom almost stabbed me, but it was fabricated. <laughs> his mom was in there. Um, they probably did that cause they need to, sh- you know how movies are. They need to make the relationship like her, his mom had got his back. But um, first of all, the guy has like long hair beard. So it's like, it's always it's also fabricated because I was bald still then, 2015. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was fabricated. The, the Lamborghini situation, I I remember the video. Um, Nikki, the video was like for 10 in the morning. Nikki Jan came at three, and they had a Lamborghini. Uh, Lamborghini. The only re- thing that happened with the Lamborghini, which was a Colombia thing, it was that it was the only Lamborghini in the whole Medellin town back then. Now there's like a few. And on the behind the scenes, which I didn't do, some some of his people did, they didn't blur the license plate. And apparently the license plate could not be shown because the person was, I don't know, it was something with the law. I don't know what happened in the whole news. Everything came out crazy. But it wasn't my fault. You know, I, I covered the, the, the license plate. It was that. But it. it was a Colombia thing, you know, not, not, not us, like the, the channels yeah. and all the news, you know. And has there ever been a, another uh, incident kind of like the Daddy Yankee incident on set that you had to kind of like uh, figure out and deal with that where you were like an oh shit moment of like, yeah, I don't know what to do and how to fix it? Well, not not at that degree and that high, you know. Um, well, with that day, with the Nicky Jan day, he came really late for what we had to do. Things like that happen all the time. You know how it is that I remember, you know, every shoot there's something happening, man, but to that degree, I never happened again, and I have never. Um, re- oh well, one thing did happen, but I have never deleted a footage again, and I never will. I'm the safest person in the world for that now, because I have like a, like 600 hard drives on the video. I know there's a Jay Alvarez video that you did uh, a while ago where I think it, you know it was a decent budget, like thirty thousand dollars, but uh, I think the location or something uh, got canceled, uh, and that you had to redo oh, the yeah, whole yeah, shoot. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, that was day. a video. Um, Sentimiento Escondidos is called the video. Yeah. So what happened is that that um, so so this is the thing. Josh was his first production. I told Josh, hey man, you got to learn how to be a producer. You know how I do it. We used to have an office in M3 Studios. Remember, you were in front. Well, you came after, a little bit after that, I think, or by the, I don't know. You yeah, were, was already. You were the parking guy. I remember the parking guy. <laughs> so. No, I don't mean a parking, you know what I mean? Like your parkings were like, all the parkings were yours. I used all the cones. Yeah, I, I used to call you the parking guy, which we we, <laughs> we were not there to touch the, the cones. So, yeah, so we, 
I told Josh, hey, man, we're doing a lot of videos, you know, and this video, I, I, I wanted to, the, for the first time, give my um, trust on someone, which I know, you know, Josh is my nephew, actually, which I wanted to trust because he already, he was doing it with me. He was making the calls. That's how we produce. Hey, we call the model. We call this. We call the guy. We, and that's it. We produce a video. So he did it. And he was, he went all out. He was like two months before. So we went to this, um, I think it was my North Miami high school, something like that. We actually went, me, Josh and Banks. And we were there. We, we, we got, we did a meeting with the principal. Everything was good, bro, for the day. And the day came, I don't know, for some reason, we, it was like, we had the day, we had everything. We had the permissions, we had the jazz from all the teachers, whatever. And I, the date came, it was, it was on a Saturday, the shoot. For some reason, I told Josh on Friday, hey, man, let's, you should go to that school, man, and talk to them. I don't know. I, I, there was something telling me, hey, man, you just just go. So when Josh went, they told him, hey, man, you know, there's no permission. No, you guys are not going to do anything tomorrow like that. And we were like, oh, my God, man. So imagine this is like 1 a.m., 1 p.m., and we didn't have, we had a whole concept on our university, on our high school. We had to use the football field. We had to use the basketball field. We wanted to use the locker room, one of the classes. The whole concept was around the high school. So that's when we got crazy and we told Josh, you know what we do now, right? Well, we got to just go in the car and start looking for places and then call um, Jay Alvarez and tell him the news. So me and Josh just got in the car and just started going places. And actually the video came out better. The makeup artist found the kids club, boys club by, by Miami. And then we we went driving and we found this typical um Miami market, what is it called? Grocery market, whatever. So we, we just started doing it like that. So yeah, that's the story. There's more to that, but you know, I'm I'm improvising, like trying to say what I remember. And uh and then from you know, was there any time in your career that you kind of just felt like giving up, or was there like a you know reason why of of like you just didn't think it was gonna work when you first were yeah. starting out? Yeah. Well, um, the Daddy Yankee situation was the first hit that got me depressed because I, it was it was bad, you know. Even though he was cool about it, it was still bad, you know, because it it was just something that I thought it was gonna end me, but it actually it, it it didn't. And then um, like every five or ten years, like filmmakers they want to quit what they do and do something else for some reason. Because I'm, I'm you get tired of missing videos, but it's something that you say, but it's it's not true, you know. But I did. It's like a cycle, you know how it is. So I'm I'm on top, I'm doing all the videos, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh man, I'm getting tired of this. I'm not getting creative enough. I want to do movies. I want to, and then you start going down, and then you go down, and then you go back. So um, you can say that this moment right now is probably the moment that I'm below again and starting to go up again. Yeah, because I mean I do want to make film, music videos is like a university, which is a real good one. Reggaeton videos, I say that if you do reggaeton videos, you're you're extremely on top of all the people that do music videos because I, I when you when you see a hip-hop or a trap video in English and you mute it, it's really simple. It's just a song is so dope and the beat that it, it's like it always going to sound good. But a reggaeton video, not all reggaeton music is good and some of them are really horrible. And you still make a good video on top of that, then that's, I always say that they're really good. Really good. And what are you working on uh uh, nowadays, I know you have your school and stuff like yeah. that. And well, I just did and, the. Uh, I I just finished um, my third. 
I third year in a row um, TV special for for Christmas for with Don Omar. I, I'm actually almost finished. I mean, I finished it. They they should put it like in a week from now. Um, some of the Spanish TV. I don't know which one they they negotiated this year. And I also did the. Uh, I just did the Miami Heat intro for 2023 and 2024 um, season. It's just the intro for the season. When the playoff comes, then they probably hire me or or maybe um I think Jill Green he's the one that always does that one but I, I gotcha. you know but that was really cool that they called me for that and I did the intro and met the guys you know I had like 15 minutes with each basketball player it was really cool that's that's when Jimmy Butler went um viral those pictures though that day that was us and um with the hair so I'm also working on the on my academy of course I have that creative film academy since 2019 um I created it on 2019 September it did something, but when when COVID hit, now that that was the good old days for me because it was like the best time in my life. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm doing that, and I'm actually starting to do a course about course creating. They all they're all in Spanish, but I'm starting to do some in English because you know the market is way bigger than the Spanish market. In the Spanish market, if you sell something for twenty seven dollars, it's like oh man, that's too much, you know. So <laughs> yeah. Like music nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. That was about it, Javi. Thank you so much. 